Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Selections. Mobile optimized GRF pass performances on your phone from anywhere at any time. Get true mobile PPs with every DRF race card you download. Try DRF mobile pass performances today at DRF.com. Racing fans, ring in the new year with us on Saturday at Spectacular Santa Anita as we'll have a tremendous 10 race card that'll include four stakes. Newly turned three-year-olds will start down the road to the Kentucky Derby in the Grade 3 Sham Stakes at one mile and we'll honor the memory of the original voice of Santa Anita with the Grade 2 $250,000 Joe Hernandez at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. We'll also have the Grade 3 $200,000 La Cunata and the Grade 3 Robert J. Frankel for older fillies and mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. Special early first post time on Saturday is at 12 noon. And don't forget, our spacious infield is open each weekend, weather permitting, with our infield family fun zone as well. On Sunday, we'll have three stakes, the $100,000 Eddie Logan for three-year-olds and the $100,000 Blue Norther for three-year-old fillies, both at a mile on turf, as well as the $75,000 Kalukin Queen. Again, first post time Saturday is at 12 noon. Admission gates open at 10 a.m. The following is a sponsored program that does not reflect the opinions or policies of KEIB AM 1150 The Patriot or iHeartMedia. But it's Freehouse in front with 50 yards to run. And it's going to be Freehouse soon. The John comes right back and in. They run to the wire. They get out. Freehouse and nose to Silver John. Serena Song ahead. Exotic word heart on the outside. Serena Song has the call on all her pass. And she's just got too much class. Serena Song beats Exotic word. Here comes the big white horse. Tigers on the outside. Tigers on the outside. Charges up. Challenges Mr. Radoy. Tigers on the outside. Mr. Radoy. Tigers in front. The big thing pie. Driving brings it up alongside of a rat. And it's Winton coming through to win the big cap. It's a firm going away to lead by four lengths. And Johnny's image second. A firm in front. John Henry takes the lead. It's John Henry. And now it's time for Inside Racing, a full hour of coverage on everything going on in the sport of kings here in Southern California and around the country. And here's your host, Jason Levine. Yeah. Hey, happy new year. All right. I am Jason Levine. This is Inside Racing. It is 2022. Let's kick it off. Let's do it. Wow. Okay. Hope you had a, uh, a safe, fun New Year's Eve. And uh, here we go. Beautiful weather in Southern California. Not the case in some of the other venues that are hosting racing today. Uh, there is good racing all over the country, though. So we're kicking it off in, in pretty good style here. Uh, we had a lot of rain here in Southern California, but uh, today and tomorrow are going to be absolutely beautiful out at Santa Anita. Low 60s, clear and sunny uh, with the San Gabriel Mountains looming in the background. So, uh, yeah, physically going to be a uh, a beautiful thing to be out at Santa Anita. Of course, they have new policies out there, being smart uh, in this uh, current wave that we're dealing with. 
So make sure to have your, your card uh, ready, proof, proof of vaccination out there so you can uh, be good to everybody else that shows up and, and help them as they help you. Uh, but uh, good racing at Santa Anita today. Four stakes. You might have heard the spot right there on a 10-race card, including the sham for three-year-olds. And that's a little bit of a, a theme today. Um, is three-year-old racing. We've got the Jerome at Aqueduct, where it is raining, um, and the Smarty Jones at Oaklawn, where it is also raining. And they got 14 entered in the Smarty Jones. It's a very interesting race. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so uh, you're going to hear from Steve, Alan, and Jay, the regular crew, back for another year, excited, ready to find some winners, talk about how they found them, hopefully uh, teach you a little something, uh, give, give you some things to think about and look at on your own. Yeah, that's what we've been doing for, well, this is year 19. I'm proud to say it and, and happy to be back for another year uh, on the air here at AM 1150. So a few other things to talk about before we get into the actual races today. And uh, appreciate the emails I got from folks talking about what they might want to hear in the new year. You might want to hear more of or, or different stuff. And if you have some thoughts on that um, <laughs> and your brain is working well, you can email me at jason at racingjason.com and I will, uh, I will read it. I'll do my best to, to respond. I'm trying to do that uh, a little bit better than I have the past year. And, um, you know, try to make this show as, as fun and as good as possible. Uh, one of my resolutions, not that I'm very big on those, is to do some more interviews uh, with some players in the game interesting folks so hopefully going to be pulling that off over the course of this year getting back to that which we did a long long time ago a lot of and uh, hopefully we're taking a few a few more phone calls um not today but uh going to be doing a little bit more of that want to hear from you uh, always have fun doing it as well so look forward to a little bit more of both of those things as we cruise into the new year and uh you know then we're just going to get after it uh, as usual so Ah, let's see. Well, two or three things before we get to the to the racing, which, like I said, is very good. Oh, what's going on there? Um, we saw a very impressive horse on opening day at Santa Anita, and we talked about a little bit on the special shows we did leading up to opening day. Flightline, uh, three-year-old colt by Tappet, trained by John Sadler, owned by a partnership. And he finally made his third career start in the Malibu, and it was pretty mind-blowing. Um, one of the great things about this sport is that there's always a chance to see a new exciting superstar. Um, every year, the cycle kind of uh, goes, goes back around, and we've got one. Flightline was, I don't even know what the words are. He was so impressive, uh, did it so easily just really destroyed what was a, a pretty solid field uh, of sprinters, including Dr. Shivel, who was second by a nose in the Breeders' Cup sprint. Uh, Flightline just toyed with them. I mean, it wasn't even, they weren't really even in the same race. And that's kind of what you hope to see. Uh, it's very rare. And he's done it in all three starts. Nobody has been within, I believe, 12 lengths of him. It's pretty remarkable. Uh, and, um, now, uh, the question, of course, is, well, what happens now? Uh, unfortunately, uh, this is a horse that obviously has some physical issues. He had a foot issue 
foot bruise apparently, but they're being very, very careful with him. Um, and the current plan is to focus on the Met Mile. And if you're thinking, well, wait a minute, when's the Met Mile? It's in June, which I don't know, seems kind of ridiculous to me uh, to point to a race in June. And John Sadler, uh, I've been following what he's been saying, and he said, well, that's, that's the target. Now, every, every other race is open before that. And we're probably going to have one in April or, you know, March or April before the Met Mile. So they've also said that they plan on having four races this year, total, ending with the Breeders' Cup Classic, which would be great, but four races total. So this is what gets me. Sadler was so excited after the race uh, opening day. I mean, of course he should have been. But he came and said that, well, he thought this was a historic type horse. It's the best horse he's ever had, and he felt it was a historic type horse. Well, that's a great thing to say. But if that's true, and it might be, we still don't know. He hasn't gone two turns, and nobody's looked him in the eye yet. Maybe he's that good, and nobody will ever look him in the eye. But historic horses do historic things. Running seven times in a career, which is the plan, because they will retire him after this year, that's not historic. Running four times in your four-year-old season when you're healthy is not historic. It's the current time. It's pathetic. If you have a horse this good and you just sit up and say, well, we're going to run four times. That's it. That's, it's ridiculous. Um, you know, put him in bubble wrap. Uh, so pretty disappointing. And especially when you consider that the Pegasus is coming up at a mile and an eighth at Gulfstream, and the two horses that all of us want to see flight line run against, the two other really fast, really talented horses, Life is Good and Nick's Go, are running in the Pegasus. That's the plan, and they've announced it, and everybody knows that if they stay healthy, they're going to be there. How in the world do you not run against them, especially if you have a historic type horse, which he could be? We're all excited. Then put him in there. Why did you target the Malibu and not that race? The Malibu is a three-year-old only seven furlong race. If he's historic, you should have gone in the Pegasus. Frankly, if he's historic or, or any kind of a serious horse, you do both. You prep in the Malibu, you, you stretch him out to seven, then you go two turns five weeks later. Normal horses run five weeks after a race, not historic ones. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of sorry he said it. He looks like a phenomenal racehorse. He looks like a one-of-a-kind. But we may never get a chance to know. And that, I think, is kind of the current state of the game. He's worth more as a stallion right now than he could ever earn on the racetrack. And I think they're treating him accordingly. And uh, I think that's sad. Uh, they're trying to say, well, we hope he's going to be America's horse. Oh, come on. Give me a break. America's horse would run. Any of the other horses that were America's horse, they ran regularly every couple months at a minimum. Uh, this is it's bad. Uh, it's bad for the sport. They're trying to be good for the sport and they're doing everything the wrong way. Um, but uh, <clears throat> so just wanted to throw that out there because uh, it's just unfortunate, I think. And uh, I don't know. Um, anyway, 
So he's not going to run into Pegasus, which sucks. He should and should have and could, <laughs> but no. So, you know, I guess we'll leave it at that, but, but unfortunate. So one other a bit of news that I kind of sparked today because of, of the entries and how things uh, sat is that one of the features today at Santa Anita is the sham named after the horse that was uh, such a talented runner that unfortunately was born the same year as Secretariat <laughs> and uh, ran second to Secretariat in the Derby and Preakness. And one of my favorite interviews was having Lafitte Pinkai on the show years ago talking about that Derby and how he was pretty sure he had it won when he asked Sham the question at the top of the lane and he got the answer and Sham just took off and uh, got to the lead and Lafitte said, I thought for, you know, that, that, quick couple of seconds hey i'm gonna win the kentucky derby and then this red blur came on my outside and, and i realized that no i'm not gonna win it <laughs> um obviously lafitte said it better than that but uh, that's who sham was if you don't know and today uh they're gonna run the sham uh, at a, what is it mile and the 16th i believe i'll double check that not that it matters too much um was it race seven? Yeah. Um, a mile. Uh, and Kentucky Derby points are being awarded for this one. Um, Bob Baffert, of course, has, you know, a couple horses in there because he has probably six or seven times as many three-year-olds as anybody else in the country, certainly in Southern California, kind of cornered the market. And one of the reasons is if you look at the ownership of the two he has running today. And I believe he had two yesterday that broke their maiden for the same groups. There's their groups. There's like six or seven or eight or 10 uh, ownership groups, all LLCs, nobody's name is there. Um, and uh, one of these costs 750,000, that's Rockefeller. The other one costs 125, which is pretty low for this group, that's Newgrange. But these are groups of hedge fund guys who I think Baffert nicknamed them, or they nicknamed themselves the Avengers, which kind of is laughable. These are grown men worth a lot of money, and they have a nickname for themselves. They think they're bad. Uh, I think they're pathetic. I think they're just a joke. Uh, if you've got all this money, step up and own some horses and compete with the other rich people who own horses. That's what everybody did for a couple hundred years, right? My horse can beat your horse. That's what racing has always been about. My horse is faster than your horse. That's what they did back in the day. Let's race. What these guys decided to do is, well, let's team up. Instead of having any balls and buying some horses and stepping up, they said, well, let's, let's team up and corner the market because we're hedge fund guys. That's what we do. We don't do real work. We just move money around and play games with it. So let's do the same thing with racing. Let's team up and we'll each kick in you know, a couple million dollars and we'll buy all the horses at the training sales and yearlings that we want, because we can outbid anybody as a group, and we'll give them all the Baffert. He's a great guy, he's great for the game. Let's do that, let's keep giving him horses. So these guys are ruining the game. And you should also know that the, they were asked kind of why they do it, they said, well, we're looking for stallion prospects. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's what we want. They didn't even use the term racehorses. They're not buying racehorses. They're buying stallion prospects. That should tell you everything you need to know about where they stand with the sport. They could care less about the sport. They are trying to make money. They are trying to hit a home run. And they don't care how many horses Baffert ruins. And, oh, he ruins them every year. 10, 15, 20 super expensive, well-bred horses run one, two, three times, some none, and they're done. Because they can't get through the Baffert program healthy. Um, These guys don't care at all. If one or two of them make it and win the Derby and win something else, and become a stallion, they're happy. And that sucks. It sucks for everybody. And it sucks for Southern California, especially. Um, but it just it's just terrible for the game. So screw those guys. I root against every horse those partnerships have as hard as I can. And you should join me in doing that because we need to get these guys out of the game. Other people will pay money for these horses and they'll send them some other trainers and it'll be much more interesting. This is bad. So that got to me because those are the two horses to watch for in the sham and uh, screw them. Ah, uh, boy. So I got that off my chest. All right, fine. Um, very quickly, uh, Aqueduct has the Jerome uh, three-year-old running there. I'll be rooting for the outside horse, Hagler, named after one of the great boxers of all time, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. It's a good race, competitive race, good card at Aqueduct. It is raining there, so know that. And at Oakland, they're run, running the Smarty Jones. Uh, the horse that really kind of helped get this show going in 2004 when we started, uh, the late John Pizen was working at Oakland Park, giving us reports every week and telling us about this amazing horse they had there. We knew about him before anybody. Uh, I bet him in the future book because of that. Still remember that. That was great. Uh, and then we followed the Smarty Jones train and had trainer John Service, jockey Stuart Elliott on the show a few times uh, over the course of that amazing run. And so I got a special feeling in my heart for Smarty Jones. I was there at the Belmont when he looked like he had it won, then lost it. Uh, That was a stunning moment, dead silence, (laughs) and then booing at at Belmont for Birdstone. Uh, But anyway, the Smarty Jones today, pretty cool race. There's some expensive horses in there. One costs half a million, one costs 300,000. There's some really inexpensive ones. There's a horse that costs $3,500. Another, a couple more that costs under 20. Uh, there's some homebreds. There's a couple horses that were claimed. Dwayne Lucas has a runner. Brad Cox has the favorite and another one. Steve Asmussen has three, as you would expect. Ron Moquette, who trained Whitmore, has a pair. And Phil D'Amato, uh, Southern California-based trainer, has a bunch of horses at Oakland, a lot of dirt horses there. 
and he's got a private purchase named Don't Cross the Devil uh, at Oaklawn. So much more interesting race than the Sham because Oaklawn is not completely and totally dominated by one group and one trainer. Asmussen is pretty dominant there, but there's a lot of other uh, groups and owners and trainers there that, that race and, and have a bunch of horses. So pretty cool race at Oaklawn. And I should mention a really nice card at Gulfstream today where the weather is beautiful and uh, their meat is kicked into high gear. So you've got the dirt, turf, and tapita there to deal with at Gulfstream Park, but a very nice card. We're going to hear uh, a race from Alan and Jay from Gulfstream today. So let's get to our man, Steve. He's going to talk about one of the stakes, the first one, the Joe Hernandez. It's the Joe Hernandez, the Sham, the Bobby Frankel, and the La Cunada. Uh, those are four stakes on the 10 race card today at Santa Anita. And Steve is also going to start offering out-of-town picks um, uh, on Saturdays and Sundays and selected Fridays. So you have that to look forward to. And I know he's got a couple from Oaklawn, one from Aqueduct, and one from Gulfstream today. Isn't that right, Steve? That is correct, Jason. And Happy New happy. Year. Hey, here we are. We're back. <laughs> hey, 2022 is here already. It is incredible how fast it went by, but uh, here we are. Yeah, screw 2021. Uh, that was, that was, I could put that year in the rearview mirror. Um, and uh, let's let's move forward. I'm turning the page. Uh, tough, tough year in a lot of ways, 2021. So let's look for bigger and better things this year. And uh, well, it's pretty fun to have it on January 1st and, and kick things off for everybody. So I'm excited about that. I know you are too. Um, decided to, to do some out-of-town racing. Um, yesterday, a good example. There's often not a lot to pick from here in Southern California. Yesterday, we had three or four, four or five, six horse fields, uh, a lot of short price favorites. So, you know, looking out of town, I think it's kind of a must now, right? Yeah, Jason, we got 49 horses in the late pick four today at Oaklawn. And yesterday, we had 25 horses in the early pick five at Santa Anita. And 25 <laughs> horses. I mean, it's just, it's just not fun. It's just not fun. I, I watched the entire card yesterday, and uh, I got to be honest, Jason. I didn't pick up my, I did not use my account until I, I did bet the, um, the 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 pick four with Golden Gate and with uh, with Santa Anita, and I did get knocked out of that. But it, but it was the only play I made yesterday uh, in right. California, which is really a shame. I mean, it's just it's just the way we're heading right now. I I really hope we can turn this around. I thought today's card had some much, much better racing. And the yep. first couple cards that we had of the year were, were pretty good as well. But uh, that's one of the reasons for doing an out-of-town line. I am playing Oaklawn every day, and I'm playing the turf races at Gulfstream. So we're going to do that. And uh, we're going to give you a race from Oaklawn today. And we're going to give you the sixth race down the hill today as well. Down the hill? We haven't seen much of that. Um, well, I'm not, I, I'm not 100% sure we're going to be down the hill. I, I would definitely... Keep an eye out for it. See if it changes. If it switches, it could be on the flat. One of the things we've got to look for now that we've got to get used to is, is this flat or the hill. And if there's any moisture still left in the turf course, they might take it off and, and run it down on the flat. Uh, otherwise, we will be down the hill today. Yeah, and uh, and looking forward to that. Always excited about the return of hillside racing. Everybody loves that unique course. Um, the riders love it. Owners love it. Horse players love it. So, uh, I, I think they'll run it today. Um, it was nice yesterday. It's been a little windy and clear, and I think the you know, turf course is obviously in phenomenal shape. hasn't been used much, so I'm looking forward to good turf racing today. we got a big field in race one, a uh, big field uh, in race 10. So beginning and ending the uh, the card 
13 horses in each of those turf sprints. Uh, those are both six furlongs on the grass. Uh, and we got the Bobby Frankel. He was pretty good with turf horses. Uh, that, that's today in race eight. And another nice field in race four uh, on the grass. And you're going to talk about race six on the grass. So the turf, you know, we've talked about it. It's about half the races now. They get much fuller fields. Uh, we've always loved turf racing more, I think, you and I. Uh, so we're happy about it. And um, that's where, kind of where we're at right now. Um, it's just uh, the way it is. So we've got to adjust and, and get after it. And um, that's that's kind of what we do best. So <laughs> we keep making adjustments, right? That's that's the plan. Keep, keep figuring it out. Um, Absolutely. To, Absolutely. Yeah. That's the plan. Made a little bit of an adjustment today in the sixth race. And um, we'll see if we can pick a winner here in that race. Well, let's do it. It's uh, the Joe Hernandez, who was for such a long time the race caller uh, at Santa Anita. He's who my grandfather grew up with when he had a box out at Santa Anita in a long, long time ago and was enjoying racing along with so many other people when it was a huge, huge sport. And it's nice to have a race named after a guy who uh, he did, I don't know how many thousand races in a row um, and uh, had that kind of gravelly. Uh, good voice. You need a good voice to be an announcer. There's some guys out there that don't, and I don't understand why they went into the business or why they got a job. But anyway, uh, he did, and he did a great job. So they've named this one after him. They're going down the hill, we hope. Uh, and again, race six uh, to grade two. Uh, there's some shippers in this race, which is good, and we're seeing a little bit more of that because of the ship and win program. Uh, we saw a horse uh, get paid for that yesterday, so that helps the field size a little bit. Uh, so Let's, let's jump into race six at Santa Anita. Yeah, Jason, I think the three shippers are very important to look at in here. you got three shippers basically from the East Coast in here. Uh, this horse named Delaware, the four horse, been running at Saratoga. Now, this is a horse that's one for ten in his last two years and switches to Patrick Gallagher. Uh, certainly has competitive numbers on the sheets. And also Mamos, who looks like the speed of the speed. Here's a horse that's over six on the grass. And I, I thought the New York shippers were really the play against in the race. Chewing gum is a Bill Mont, and this is a horse for that's won for his last 16, uh, you know, on the grass, and, and yep. is, a, uh, is a horse that, um, you know, Bill Mont trains. Again, the numbers are there for these horses, but these horses really seem to lack a little bit of wind spirit. And I was looking here at Beer Can Man, and it's a horse that I really have some fondness to and I really think has some talent, but, boy, Jason, the six and a half furlongs might be a little more. I know he's won a stake at a mile. He's coming out of these three, five furlong races, and I think these horses tend to get a little bit tired going down that hill at six and a half. So I ended up really straying and looking at this two-horse Bran, and that's where I'm going to land in this race, and that is Bran. And I'll tell you, this is a horse that really, if you go down to his races down at the Fontainebleau in, in France, this is a horse that really had run some nice races down there. Uh, was a runaway winner in a couple of turf races at six furlongs. But the race that really caught my eye was actually his last race, and that's a really buried race where this horse was 11th beating four and a half. And one of the things that Naira Betts offers us, Jason, is a chance to go back and look at these races on tape. And this right. is a horse that got absolutely bottled in that race so badly that I, I was really impressed by the way this horse finished. This horse was sitting about ninth early, but I'll tell you what, there was a horse right next to him on both the right and the left, and they went extremely slowly the whole race. 
and this horse was crying out to run. And when he finally got going, it wasn't until there was maybe a half a furlong left, and he absolutely exploded. And if you just look at that running line, you would have thought that this horse just ran around the track. I didn't. I was unable to find the previous race, but I went to the race three back, and I was really impressed with that race too. So I thought, okay, well, here's a contender, I think, in this race. And if you go down and you look and you see the workouts on this horse, boy, John Sadler likes to work his horses fast, but this horse is really, really training well. Uh, A big, big 46 work, four four works back, uh, and I thought the work uh, on the the time, two back, 59 uh, work, two two works back, very, very impressive there. It really looks like this horse is ready to run. He is definitely a closer. You can close in this race. They certainly have been able to do so so far, and if they take it on the flat, uh, I think this horse will be fine. I think Mamos could get a fairly easy lead in here, but that horse is going to go fast and has a tendency to stop. I can't blame you if you're going to bet that one. I just can't swallow the 0 for 6 on the grass and off the tape on the grass. It just looks like this horse gets clear and, and likes to stop. So I'm going to play against the New York horses. I'm going to play Brand here to win. I'm going to box him in the exacta with Beer Can Man and Commander, the two local horses that have both shown an affinity for this turf course. And whether brand or whether beer can man, excuse me, can handle this distance, I'm not 100 percent sure. He's certainly a very, very nice horse. So let's play the two brand who gets Joey Bravo, who's just been riding fantastic for Sadler when he's ridden for him. Uh, yeah. these, this bunch has really done well on the turf. Another plus for brand. So let's go with the two brand. A win bet here. Two one two five. Two simple exacta boxes here in a seven horse field. That's the two brand with the one beer can man and the five commander. It's the two brand in race six down the hill out of Santa Anita today. All right. The first time, uh, first time in the U.S. runner for Ronus Racing, the majority owner of Flightline. Um, and uh, I, I did hear an interview with him, and he did mention this horse, that they were excited about seeing him race. And I think you saw why on some of the tapes you were able to see. And we'll mention again to folks, Naira Betts does offer very easy access to replays, and you can find, you know, some pretty far away buried replays like the ones you did and it, it can be a real advantage so that is available to everybody out there for the naira bets account if you don't have one obviously you can open one the code is jason 200 to get up to 200 deposit a bonus and well worth it for all that they offer including those replays which are very easy to access by date and place and uh, can be very very powerful uh, all right so there's santa anita and you're going to jump to oakland today uh, where they have the smarty jones you're going to talk about uh, race eight, correct? I am, Jason. I am going to talk about race eight. This is a, it's an amazing uh, that that this quality of horse, a lot of one-time winners in here, Jason. That, that this type mm-hmm. of horse can run for a hundred thousand dollars. But that's why these horses are down there. There's no question that's about right. it. Um, that is exactly why these horses are there. It's all about the money. And uh, I'm going to be all about the money in this race, too, Jason, expecting a big, big amount of rain there today. Uh, yep. In fact, there are three hours in a row where it's listed at 197 and 100% chance of rain and big rain. So we're going to see a sloppy racetrack, maybe a muddy racetrack if it is stopped by the time they run this race. But I certainly think it will be significantly off. And the horse I like, Jason, is number 12, Money Mike. Number 12, Money Mike, going to be the play for me here, a nice price here in the morning line at 12 to one and a rider change here to a rider that I'm very familiar with. Uh, Mr. Kanchari actually came out here to ride a little while ago. If you 
folks remember here, this was about eight or ten years ago, he came out to ride here. But he's been a local Oaklawn rider and is a very, very good speed rider. So a little bit of a hidden rider change, although the, 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 the rider that was on this horse before uh, I think is is going to make a splash that that Ray Lou Gutierrez. Anyway, this yeah. horse actually ran against some very very tough horses last time. Showed some good speed and stopped. If you look at his previous two races, both very very solid efforts and fit here really nicely on sheets. Both of those efforts, I'm going to give him a free pass for the last one. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jason. If you look at the pedigree on this one, it absolutely screams that this horse should love the off going. In fact. The sire into mischief had a very high percentage on the offgoing, and the damn sire. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Andy Wright, very good on the off track. And also, if you look and see what the dam herself has done, she actually has run sixes on the thoroughgraph numbers, which are as good a number as she's run in any surface. So she was able to handle the off track. So this is an off track play. I love the far outside when the track yeah. is sloppy at Oakland. It's a really, really big advantage. It almost, it almost gets extremely difficult down in the inside three or four posts. I almost start looking at five and out. And it just looks the way this race is going to be. I think Commander Kai and Macron are going to show the speed, the three and the six. And I think the 12 is just going to track them right in that perfect outside spot. So this is a positional play on a horse that had two very good races, two and three back, that are extremely competitive in here. A rider that I know can handle this off going. And I think Money Mike is going to be in a good position here at a big number to make a run at the win here. So let's go with the 12. Money Mike, I'm going to play this horse to win. I'm going to use the five, one fast cat. This is another horse that should be able to handle the off-going. The six-horse Macron, who is probably the deserved favorite. This horse has a big race in the slop, and he should be forwardly placed here for uh, for trainer uh, Steve Asmussen. I think this one will be in good position. And Polar Wind is a first-time four-year-old. This is an Alabenowitz type of play. I think this horse is going to run good as a first-time four-year-old. Was pretty steady there as a three-year-old. Has a little bit of time off now coming in. Yeah. And this rider, Arietta is definitely one to look at. I think this horse will be able to handle the off-going. He's got two starts in it, and it's hit the board in both starts. Late runner here, that will be a nice price in here. Polar win, we're going to add to the mix. But for me, it's the 12, Money Mike. That's race eight out at Oaklawn. The 12, Money Mike with five six and eight it's the 12 money mike in the eighth race out at oakland there you go in the rain uh, that outside post is nice and uh a little bit of karma i guess here you, you probably heard what i had to say earlier in the show about the hedge fund group that owns all these horses this was one of them 
They paid $600,000 for this horse, and it was trained by Senor Baffert, um, you know, last year, ran once for him. Then they moved the horse, because I guess, I don't know why, uh, to, to uh, Kentucky, and then gave up on him, and he was claimed for 50000 So they got their butt kicked on this one, which is great. And uh, now he's with a, a solid kind of <laughs> – well, screw those guys. They're so bad for the game. It's just horrible. So this is well, Jason, funny. this horse did run against light line and he actually he broke did? from the rail in that race, which is, it's gotta be impossible to run against that horse anyway. But, uh, <laughs> this is, that was another one of this, this horse is, this horse is one of those horses, good race, bad race. He's had a couple of very bad races. And I think this one can bounce back today at a nice number. Yeah. I'm with you. The 12 money Mike in race eight with the five, six, eight, out of town, uh, Steve is added to the mix today, along with the Santa Anita full card, which, by the way, every weekend now includes that golden hour pick four, which is a $1 play, uh, low takeout, last two at Santa Anita and the last two at Golden Gate, where they've had some pretty nice racing, and uh, you're going to take advantage of that. So, Steve, here's to a big 2022. Let's kick it off today and tomorrow and go from there. Everybody, have a great, great day out there. Enjoy yourselves, and we'll look forward to talking to everybody next week. All right, very good. Mr. Pollock doing it in town and out of town. We're going to come back with Alan Benowitz from Thoroughgraph, followed by Jay Freelander. You're listening to Inside Racing. Same show, new year. Be right back. has become the go-to for betting horse racing for fans across the country. They enjoy incredible HD live video and replays, competing in online contests, and earning more back with exclusive promotions. It all starts with new players earning up to a $200 new member bonus with promo code JASON200. Sign up now at NairaBets.com or download the NairaBets app to get started with promo code JASON200. Racing fans ring in the new year with us on Saturday at spectacular Santa Anita as we'll have a tremendous 10 race card that'll include four stakes. Newly turned three-year-olds will start down the road to the Kentucky Derby in the grade three sham stakes at one mile and we'll honor the memory of the original voice of Santa Anita with the grade two $250,000 Joe Hernandez at six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. We'll also have the grade three $200,000 La Cañada and the grade three Robert J. Frankel for older fillies and mares at a mile and one-eighth on turf. Special early first post time on Saturday is at 12 noon. And don't forget, our spacious infield is open each weekend, weather permitting, with our infield family fun zone as well. On Sunday, we'll have three stakes, the $100,000 Eddie Logan for three-year-olds and the $100,000 Blue Norther for three-year-old fillies, both at a mile on turf, as well as the $75,000 Kalukin Queen. Again, first post time Saturday is at 12 noon. Admission gates open at 10 a.m. This is the Patriot AM 1150. Yeah, New Year's Day. That's today. Happy New Year again to everyone. Here's to a big 2022. And um, on, on a sad note, uh, horse racing lost uh, an all-time great yesterday. 81-year-old Billy Turner 
passed away down in Florida. He'd been struggling, so I think it was probably for the best. Um, and he was the trainer of Seattle Sloop, who at the time was the, uh, the only undefeated Triple Crown winner ever, I think. Uh, well, I might get that wrong. Anyway, he was an undefeated Triple Crown winner, and Seattle Sloop was something else. And Billy Turner was something else as well. He trained a small stable back east for a number of years. He liked to keep it small because he was a hands-on guy. Certainly was hands-on with the, the brilliant Seattle Slough, champion at two, champion at three, and undefeated Triple Crown winner under the guidance of Billy Turner. Um, my recollection, unfortunately, is a little odd. Uh, I think I've mentioned this, but I saw Seattle Slough come out here after winning the Triple Crown and lose to J.O. Tobin, um, which was very exciting for me since I was rooting for J.O. Tobin and, I, and Bill Shoemaker, and I bet him. Uh, and he romped and went to the lead, never looked back. Seattle Slough was exhausted, and Billy Turner was very much against bringing him out. The owners wanted to do it, showcase their horse, et cetera, and they overruled Mr. Turner, and he never trained the horse again after that race. He was given to, to the late Doug Peterson. Uh, Billy Turner also trained Zarovich a few years after Seattle Slough, who was a phenomenal racehorse, never out of the money won a lot of big races, including the Met Mile, when it really, really meant something. Uh, so Billy Turner, um, one, one of the all-time greats who kind of was lost, had some personal issues after Seattle Slew, um, but to also trained some great horses after him. But, uh, you know, he's in the history books for good reason. He had an all-time great, and he, uh, he handled him brilliantly and got that very, very fast horse all the way through the Triple Crown and, and dominated with Jean Cruget as the rider. So... Rest in peace, Billy Turner. And uh, let's turn the page and go to, to 2022. I know this man remembers Seattle Slew, Alan Benowitz. Alan, good morning and happy new year, sir. You there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I can hear you fine now. Yes, sir. All right. Happy new year. Yeah. So you, you remember Seattle Slew. He was pretty good. Uh, yes, he was very good. Uh, uh, good, good, fast horse. Yeah, he was exciting. Um, uh, ran a, a, a bunch of good races, a heck of a bunch of good races uh, in the uh, mid seventies. Which, uh, I, but I got to admit, I was trying to beat him most of the time. Uh, um, and every once in a while, I did, including uh, when he went out to California uh, as well. Uh, I thought that was a good shot, and I thought Jay Tomlin was a heck of a good horse himself. He um, was uh, extremely, yeah, he really was very, very fast horse. Um, and uh, we should mention with Seattle Slough, he also, he got beat in the next to the last race of his life. And it might've been the greatest race he ever ran the jockey club gold club in the slop, which I think we're going to see some of today uh, where he was beaten by Acceler and uh, came back in that race. That was just, if people haven't seen that one, go watch the 1978 jockey club gold cup. It's one of the great races of all time. And uh, Seattle Slough, pretty glorious in defeat that day. It's not often you lose and cover yourself in glory. He did uh, that day, uh, going a mile and a half uh, at at, uh, at Belmont, losing by a nose to the the brilliant Exceller, who was uh, a Hall of Fame horse in his own right. So uh, yeah, Seattle Slough brings back some pretty pretty fun, cool memories. Um, and uh, Billy Turner is the one that, that got him rolling and kept him rolling right through the Triple Crown undefeated. Uh, all right. Let's jump into today. You've got uh, three races for us. It's a new year. We've got good racing all over the country. Uh, weather's a little hinky, but at least we know about it. Um, 
It is raining in New York, correct, and is going to continue to do so? Yes, it is raining. It's 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 uh, cloudy. Uh, I've been out, and uh, it's, it's a light drizzle. It's not uh, heavy rains, but it is wet. And so I do think, and it's been running for a while, so I do think you have to take uh, take that into cognizance. It's uh, uh, the weather actually is pretty nice in terms of warmth, but it's been a crazy uh, December so far here. I mean, it's been uh, unseasonably <laughs> warm for the whole month, which, by the way, I'll take any day. I'm not complaining, <laughs> but uh, but I'm I'm surprised, and it's it's still a nice day today too, in the fifties, uh, and a little bit of a drizzle still. Yeah. Um, so we you know, account for that uh, on the on the picks. Um, and uh, you guys had some nice winners yesterday. I wrote a bunch of them down, but uh, yeah, nice best bet winner at Aqueduct, a seventeen dollar horse at Gulfstream, one at Santa Anita. So kind of doing it all over the place. And uh, we're going to go Aqueduct, Gulfstream, Santa Anita today. You want to start at the Big A? Well, you know, let, let's do this by uh, time off uh, or okay. uh, the time they're going to be going off. And I guess because right. we're all. Uh, they're all actually uh, scheduled to go up pretty quickly here. And maybe, uh, and actually, uh, I'm going to send you the first race here. So that is actually at uh, noon, uh, excuse me, uh, noon there, and it's about 3 o'clock here, and that's actually the first race out of the three I've chosen. So let's go with that first. Let's Um, do it. It's a 13-horse field uh, going six furlongs on the grass, on the flat, a nice big field of cowbreds. Right, a big field of cowbreds, and I thought this, uh, uh, you know, when they have a big field, uh, you know, actually, I'm looking for some kind of sneaky horses because the good horses, uh, Liberty Forever, who is the fastest horse in the race, but uh, first time out on turf ran well, and then uh, reacting the last two, is coming back around, and who's Candy, ran well, also the second choice, I believe, in here, ran well, and it's a maiden venture here, but others ran about as well, and I just thought there was a chance we could get some prices in here. Uh, And I thought one of the sneaky plays here, actually in this race, was the number two horse, Ward Reed Sanchez, um, (laughs) from the Doug O'Neill barn. Mm -hmm. Um, Now this horse, uh, this horse has only run once, uh, and ran on dirt, I, I admit, uh, I say, and uh, he actually ran pretty well. By Squ- uh, Square Eddie out of a tapped mare, uh, this mm-hmm. horse is actually uh, brothers, uh, uh, excuse me, sibling, has siblings here, uh, same siblings, same breeding, uh, who've won uh, single-digit numbers, uh, jamming Eddie. Uh, way back when, more than 16, single-digit numbers. Uh, and then we have uh, Eddie's New Dream, uh, yeah. 17, nice horse. Uh, also ran single-digit numbers. So this horse, uh, as Square Eddie, is one you know, a real good sire. Obviously, Tappet is too. But he's a real good turf, uh, actually a good all-surface sire uh, out of California. So I thought uh, he ran a number that's about uh, a couple of points slower than the favorites in there. Uh, but, you know, he switches. I think he's a kind of a sneaky play for Doug O'Neill, uh, who's okay second out. He's okay on turf. He ran a couple of points, as I say, ran a couple of points slower. And uh, he runs well on turf. So I think he's going to run well today. Now, if I looked at his line, he ran pretty fast last time out and then kind of uh, – stopped or kind of got tired. Um, 
So O'Neill has uh, given them a couple of uh, long six uh, six foot long workouts since then, and yeah. put a little bit more wind in his uh, lungs there, I think. And now this horse starts from the two post, which is obviously a good post uh, if he can establish position there. But he's with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's a good chance. And he also gets uh, Lasix today as well. So yes. I think... I think uh, I think if he can establish position, he's got a good chance, and I think he will be coming at the end because he did run pretty fast for the first half of the last race before tiring. So hopefully second out, he's going to be better. But what I really like about him, you're amongst uh, uh, all of these horses here, you know, he's not all that much slower than anybody else. He's well-bred, and the connections are good, and he's also way to one, morning line. So I yep. like eight to one. I'm going to take a shot with it, but I will – protect with the uh, two horses that I mentioned before, Liberty Forever, who is the fastest horse in race, gets Flavian Prot, so you know he's a live horse. For and sure. uh, the other horse we like in here is Who's Candy, who ran well in its in its debut uh, and for Brian Coroner, and it goes the second time out, and it's really well-bred for Turf as well, and four to one morning line. So my play in here is the number two to win, and if you want to play exotics, I would use a number five. Liberty Forever, and the number 11, who's candy. All right. And again, this is race one, full field, kicking off the day at Santa Anita at high noon. The two, worse Reed Sanchez with five and 11 on uh, a nice card today. Four stakes at Santa Anita and a full field to start and finish the day as well on the grass. All right. We'll go from there to Aqueduct or Gulfstream. Your call. Well, let's go to, uh, excuse me, let's go to Aqueduct, the seventh race. That'll probably be the next race, and it'll probably be about 20 minutes. Well, yeah, you know, if they keep the times going, it'll be about 20 minutes after that first race in New York, a 320 hard time here. Uh, it's an optional claiming race, uh, six and a half furlongs on the dirt. So, obviously, the dirt is going to be wet. It's wet. It's going to be muddy. Uh, and you want to look for horses that you know, obviously can handle this kind of uh, situation. Now, uh, the favorite in this race is a horse by the name of Big Body. Big Bobby uh, for Bill Mott, and uh, yeah, no, no, uh, you, you, you know, I have nothing against this horse. He's five to two morning line. Indeed, his last race is uh, about as fast as anybody else in this race, so he's in uh, top form. But the problem is, you know, prior to that, he ran, uh, I think he ran five times, and he ran essentially six and three quarters or six uh, all the times. And then his last race, he jumped up to a one and change. A good race. Yeah. Obviously, very he runs good. out again and makes him very competitive here. Um, but I, I think more uh, more likely than not, especially from the rail, uh, he's going to uh, he's going to react a bit. And if he reacts a bit, he may you know he faces some tough tough customers who have raced quite often and very you know So we're going to try and beat this horse again, and we're going. Oops. And he's uh, trained by Rudy. Uh-oh, we're struggling here. Okay. 
Um, we're going to try to get Allen back with a little phone issue there. I can tell you that the play here that he's about to get to is the five Bronx Bomber. And again, we're talking about race seven at Aqueduct. Um, and the, uh, the wind bet is on the five Bronx Bomber. Rudy Rodriguez trains Trevor McCarthy rides and sources run quite a bit on off tracks. Hasn't won, but has been in the money six times out of 11 starts on wet tracks. This is a, a New York bred here, um, as they all are. And uh, Bronx Bombers eight to one on the morning line. Uh, coming off a, a pretty nice third source that uh, likes to come mid-pack and make a, a run, a four-time winner. <laughs> and uh, gets a little weight today from some of these horses, carrying 118 and jockey Trevor McCarthy, who we saw out here in Southern California, and uh, now has reestablished himself back in New York uh, with his wife and new baby. So uh, he's looking forward to 2022, I'm sure. And the uh, the other horses that are going to use here are this. We got them. Oh, Alan, you're back. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I told. This finished told... with Bronx Lammer, which you mentioned, yep. but I just want to mention. Uh, look, Rudy Rodriguez in New York on dirt is gold. That's his best surface, and he's very live, and he wins a lot. He's just a uh, very dependable kind of uh, uh, a trainer here, and you can always uh, uh, pre presume that these horses are really ready to run, and this horse is. He does have back numbers, seems yep. to be cycling back to him, and if he does run him, he gives a good shot there, and he's 8-1 to one morning line. He can handle a wet track. As a matter of fact, two of his best races come over a wet track. Now, I'm going to use him with uh, – Number three, T loves a fight, who has lots of good numbers. An eight-year-old, he's uh, raised quite a bit. Uh, uh, goes for Orlando Nota, one of the new, uh, more or less new trainers on, on this circuit. And he's pretty good, pretty good off the claim, pretty good with claiming horses. So this fits. And on his best day, he's right there with uh, with both those horses here. But he's also six, and he's six to one morning line. And he can run on a wet track. And the other horse we're going to use is Money in the Bank. Uh, uh, trained by Chris Englehart, the number seven horse. And uh, this horse is actually getting better. He's a little bit slower than the other two I mentioned, but six to one with a kind of a positive line. Uh, we yeah. like him, even though he kind of concedes away to most uh, of the other uh, horses in this race. But top choice in here is the number five Bronx Bomber. Yeah. Okay, Yankee fans, there you go. Uh, the five Bronx Bomber with the three seven in race seven at Aqueduct. And quickly, let's go to Gulfstream Park and race eight. Yeah, quickly, Gulfstream Park, where we're, 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 we're taking a race on the synthetic surface. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it's a good thing that, that, that they've done that. I, I agree here, and you really got to look for horses that have shown a proclivity uh, on the surface here. And I think we found a few here, and uh, I think one of them, uh, or at least the one I like on top, is a pretty good price. He's not the fastest in the race, but he's pretty consistent. Most of these horses are on the surface. One I like is the number four, Cactus Kitten. He comes yep. off a little bit of a layoff here. He got back to his top last time out, has about two months off, has a good has a good uh, post. And as I said, he, he's run his best races over the surface, so he's certainly apt to run as good as, if not better, than he has before. Now, I will use him with the number, th number two, uh, perfectly Kimberly, who two races back, actually ran the best race anyone has won on the surface, but he bounced pretty big last time out. Now he could uh, obviously bounce back. Uh, but usually when older horses do bounce pretty big, you know, you got to give them a little bit more time rather than younger horses. So 
Uh, however, because that's such a big figure and he's got an inside post, I will use him. And I'm also going to use the nine, uh, I guess, Cosia. Yeah. Uh, also uh, a pretty consistent horse, a little bit slower than the other two, but uh, shows a pretty steady line and looks to run a good race as well. So those are the, uh, those are the plays here. That's the play in here, the number four to win, Cactus Kitten. Uh, and you can use uh, the number two, Perfectly Kimberly, and the number nine, Cosia in Exotics. Okay. And again, this is race eight at Gulfstream Park and a nice card. Uh, where they have nice weather, nothing to worry about there. They have the synthetic like this, as well as the dirt and the turf, adding another element for handicappers down there at Gulfstream Park. But the four cactus kitten ran well last time on the synthetic. Like you said, got a nice break and uh, comes back here as a first-time five-year-old. It's four with two nine in race eight at Gulfstream Park. Alan, as always, appreciate it. Looking forward to a big year and uh, have yourself a great weekend. Okay, thanks, Jason. Take care. All right. Happy New Year. Alan, yeah, Alan Benowitz representing Thoroughgraph as he has for so long, way back to 2004. All right, we're going to take our final break, come back with Jay Freelander right after this on Inside Race. The Patriot AM 1150. Naira Bats has become the go-to for betting horse racing for fans across the country. They enjoy incredible HD live video and replays, competing in online contests, and earning more back with exclusive promotions. It all starts with new players earning up to a $200 new member bonus with promo code JASON200. Sign up now at NairaBets.com or download the Naira Bets app to get started with promo code JASON200. You're listening to The Patriot, AM 1150. All right, Bono and the boys bringing us back on Inside Racing here on AM 1150. Of course, the podcast will be up. And I should mention that you probably want to listen to last week's show, which did get up there. Steve breaks down the jockey colony at Santa Anita on that show. And uh, you can listen to that anytime you like, obviously at RacingJason.com or iHeartRadio. So, again, that's the show from uh, December 25th. Um, And, uh, again, Steve does a really nice breakdown of the whole jockey colony here in Southern California. All right. Um, quick reminder, Naira Bets, the code Jason200 to get in on the action and get yourself a new account and watch America's Day at the Races on Fox Sports 1. Starts at 1130 California time until 3 o'clock uh, in, uh, in nice HD. All right, Jay, good, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Jason. How are you? Good. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, happy New Year to you. You sound refreshed. Not, not a huge night for you last night? Ah, uh, not huge. One thirty, one forty-five. Trying ah. to get in before the bars let out. You know. There you go. That a boy. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's turn the page on twenty twenty-one. Jump into twenty twenty-two. I apologize. I was on my soapbox a little bit earlier on the show and took a little extra time, so we're a little tight here. Uh, but we can jump yeah, into we'll it. We'll knock it out fast. Yeah. As always, you've got the Gulfstream full card. They have five stakes races there today. Uh, races four, five, seven, nine, and ten on a very nice card. You're going to do one of them. That's race seven, the Limehouse. Lime. Yeah, 
Exactly. Yeah, and uh, I just want to point out to people, when you're looking at Gulfstream races, this one's on the dirt, but if you see races on the all-weather track, uh, they are now co-mingling the statistics uh, for the all-weather and the wind bet. So uh, when you look especially at the all-weather, not so much for the dirt because there's much more of a dirt base to go on, uh, those all-weather tracks, uh, the races include the dirt races, so be careful with that. Uh, The performance might not necessarily match what you're seeing there. Let's look at race seven here, and uh, the favorite here, number five, Lightning Larry, coming off a couple of good placings in stakes races under kind of low-profile connections. Jeff mm-hmm. Engler and uh, uh, Romero Mirage. Let's uh, look to a horse I like, and that's number three of a, res- of a revolution. Excuse me. Uh, right. Safi Joseph, one of the fine young trainers down at Gulfstream, uh, teams with Tyler Gaffleone, a rider I've talked a lot about. Uh, they team up for 42% wins. This uh, guy's a perfect two-for-two and two going on to bigger and better things, number three of a revolution. Yeah, he looks uh, like he's going to be contesting the pace in here and uh, drew off pretty impressively last time after having a little trouble uh, and uh, looks pretty tough in here again today. Again, six furlong sprint on the dirt for newly turned three-year-olds. They all had their birthday today, and uh, they're going to jump in and and face each other uh, on January 1st. So the three of a revolution is the key here. How are we playing it? Exotics quickly. Uh, we'll use my best combination in extra time. Three with number five, uh, Lightning Larry with all, and we'll use summary underneath as well. So three with four, five with all, three with all with four, five, four, five with three with all. Let's go to Santa Anita. All right, let's go to the great race place, and you're going to talk about race four. We are, yeah. Uh, the favorite here down at the bottom, number nine, Trickle In, uh, has not really been playing the way the style of this uh, this trip has been running. This trip has been playing to closers, 47%. Uh, trickle In is a front runner and has really faded the last couple. Those blinkers have not done Trickle In any favors. Uh, let's look uh, up at the top. We'll look at uh, uh, the horse I like here is uh, Invincibella. Invincibella has been claimed, uh, that's the number two horse, uh, claimed away from uh, the Peter Miller barn. Peter, of course, has stepped aside uh, for Ruben Alvarado. So look for uh, Ruben Alvarado's name to show up a lot more. Uh, Invincibella closes nicely. There's ample speed to set it up. Liking number two, Invincibella under that man, Flavian Pratt. Yeah, there you go. And he's being challenged now by Johnny Velasquez, who's got a lot of the big mounts in the Baffert barn, and that means a lot of wins for Velasquez. So Flavian Pratt. Uh, aboard for Doug O'Neill here on the two, Invincibella sprinting six furlongs on the grass. That's the win bet. I think you probably get around seven to two on her in here, first time for O'Neill. And how are we playing it? Uh, we'll play a trifecta here. In addition to the favorite trickle in, who figures, uh, we'll use Swirling and Vela, who's 12 to 1 on the morning line. Two with four seven nine with all. Flip it around four seven nine with two with all, and four seven nine with four seven nine with number two, Invincibella. All right, there we go. Two with four, seven, nine in race four, one of the many nice turf races on the card today on a beautiful day out at Santa Anita. And uh, we'll get to use that turf course. It'll be great. All right, Jay, as always, appreciate it. Happy New Year, sir. All right. Thank you, Jason. You too. Happy New Year. Everybody get out there today. It'll be a great day. Yeah, it really will. All right, on behalf of Jay and Alan and Steve and Kevin running the board, I'm Jason saying welcome back for 2022. Wherever you play today, Go get them, and we'll talk to you right here next week at 7. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.